News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro, the voice of Rutherford County, and the flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports. The Courthouse Clock shows at 6 o'clock. Welcome to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stock Still Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Let's go! mentioned we are at the boulevard right at the corner of middle tennessee and east main and our show is presented each week by middle tennessee electric your locally owned electric cooperative and trusted energy advisor coach how you doing this week i'm great chip how you doing my man doing all right awesome well one thing that you and i always we always have weather conversations when uh, we get together when we know how much you love cold weather and as of about two o'clock today fall arrived it, at least it felt like it yeah it, uh, I was outside there for a little bit went in about one o'clock or so and came out here for this tonight and it dropped about 20 <laughs> degrees in a hurry so yes it did I guess we're in it now that, that's right that front came through today now do your guys you know when, when the weather is starts to turn a little cool do they uh, how, how do they react uh, in practice is you know you have a little like for me I get a little you know in my step, I get a little want to. Get, I guess I want to get inside where it's warm, or or if it's a super hot day in August, where do you where do you get a better reaction from? Oh, I mean, they're going to complain about the heat, and then they're going to complain about the cold. So it's uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, just <laughs> it can't get hot enough for me, and it it gets below seventy. It's too cold for me. So. But, uh, you know, once it gets cold like this, I mean, once they get warmed up and get going, it's it's not that big a deal for them. Middle Tennessee uh, goes to Connecticut and gets a win over UConn 44-13 to last Friday night in a nationally televised game uh, against uh, the Huskies. And uh, your ball club uh, obviously – played well to win 44-13 but they overcame some adversity you had some travel delays on on Thursday and uh and your guys uh, I mean they they were mature and put that behind them pretty quickly yeah Chip I, you know it was a uh, you know started out you know we practiced in that morning we met about 8 30 and you know about nine o'clock or so was told the plane was going to be delayed and then at practice, uh, we get out there about halfway through, and it's canceled. Uh, you know, so we had some issues there, but uh, BB, Brent Brock did a fantastic job, as always, and got us going. And, you know, we just got there, uh, you know, probably five or six hours later than what we normally would have been. So uh, got in about 9 o'clock, 9.30 or so, and uh, had dinner. And uh, went to bed and got up and had our normal Saturday there. So, but I thought our guys, 
you know, responded to it uh, and handled it, you know, very well. So did you I was mi- proud of him from that aspect. Did you miss out on anything uh, on Friday night that you normally would do? No, we didn't miss anything other than, you know, they were a lot more hungry when we got there as opposed to when we would have <laughs> gotten there. So, um, you know, but no, we don't. We didn't miss anything, you know, Friday night. As far as the preparation goes, yeah. Uh, it turned out it was, a, I mean, beautiful weather up there. Uh, this time of year, and uh, this UConn team, they had already played eight games. I had forgotten they had played a week zero game, and uh, they were one in seven but had gotten much better as, as the season had gone along. And for uh, a quarter and a half or so, it was a, a real contest and w- was tied at 14 at one point. And they, they've got some players, some young players, that are going to be good. Yeah, I mean uh... – yeah, we knew, I knew that going in it wasn't going to be a layup, you know, and I said it all week that this team was very capable. They had lost a couple close games, and, you know, we had to be ready to play, and I was proud of how we played. You know, we uh, you know, we got down there, and, you know, we missed a field goal early and came back and responded and, you know, did a, did a nice job. You know, it's gave up a field goal right at the end of the half, which was disappointing, and, uh but we shut them out the second half, you know, and, you know, we really we took seven and a half minutes off the clock the first drive and got a three and out and took another long drive down there. And, you know, so they didn't have have the ball a whole bunch of second half. So proud of how we played, played very complimentary football. And, uh, you know, I was just really proud of how we played. Should say it was tied at 10, not, not at 14. You guys came right back uh, after they – kicked a field goal to tie it and uh, got a, a touchdown pass from from Cunningham to uh, Isaiah or to Gathings and that was for 25 yards that gave you the lead that you never relinquished and in that last oh last four minutes uh, of the first half you guys were able to get two touchdowns as you mentioned did give up a field goal but you, we, we've talked about that middle eight. You closed out the first half really, really well. Yeah, we did. And then, we, like I said, well, then we took the second half or the first possession of the second half and, you know, got down there and ended up kicking a field goal. Wish we could have scored a, a touchdown on it. But, you know, we handled that part of the game really well. And we responded. We came out of halftime uh, with a great attitude, a great sense of urgency, and uh, responded, you know, like I had hoped that they would. Yep, yeah, that first drive of the second half, 16 plays, 58 yards, uh, and, and you got a field goal out of it. Uh, if you combine your first two drives of the second half, that's 28 plays, uh, about 129 yards, and 10 minutes and 33 seconds. That's, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's why I go back to say I thought we played complementary football with each other, and, you know, our defense, you know, they went out there, they were – you know, when you spend that amount of time on the sideline, now you got a lot of energy. You're fresh. You're ready to go. You're hungry. And uh, they responded by, you know, I told them after that first drive of the second half when we had it for seven and a half, I said, they're tired. Their defense was tired. And if we can get a stop and get right back out there, you know, it might put a nail in it. So uh, that's what they did. And we were able to take the next drive down, a, a long drive again, and score a touchdown. 
you know, in talking to, to Brent Deerman last week before the game, you know, that was that was all part of the plan is to to you know try to go fast, go sideline to sideline, make those guys run because they're they might not have been as, as deep as some of the opponents you've played this year and and that plan ended up ended up working out. So Yeah, you know, we uh any and and to go fast or use tempo, you gotta you know you gotta be good on first down. You gotta make first downs, and and we were able to do that. You know we ran the ball um, more effectively, more efficiently this past game than we had, and all that played a factor into it as well. Well, it was Middle Tennessee uh, with the victory. They led at halftime, led at the end of the third quarter, and got the 44-13 win. We want to remind you that Blue Raider fans can get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000, or online at leecompany.com. We'll be have more with Coach Rick Stockstall from the Boulevard after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. And they never heard from him again. Now that's scary. But listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box. But he left without buying one, missing his chance at $75,000. That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween jumbo box. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This card is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Use it online and in stores. Purchases are automatically deducted from your Ascend checking account, and you can even add the card to your mobile wallet for ultimate convenience. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. 
Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back to the Boulevard tonight as we talk Middle Tennessee football. Blue Raiders on homecoming week with Southern Miss coming to town on Saturday for a 2.30 kickoff. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, they're available at GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets. And, Coach, uh, defensively, uh, you hold uh, Connecticut to 13 points in the, in the ball game. But one, one stat off the stat sheet that has – just jumped out this year has been the amount of turnovers that the defense has been able to gain and and you've been here 16 years or so and that is something you have preached every year and sometimes I think your guy you know teams may have a little bad luck and have balls that bounce a different way this year as far as getting turnovers Middle Tennessee is tied for first in the country with Iowa for most turnovers gained with 20 so far in uh, in this amount of games, yeah, it's a credit to our players, yeah. you know, and our and our defensive coaches as well. But you know, we spent a lot of time on it. You know, you can ask these guys. I, that's the first thing I talk about at, after every Sunday. On, on every Sunday is just you know the importance of it and how we did and you know how it impacts the game. And uh, to me, there's nothing more you know important than protecting the ball and and getting turn takeaways. So. Uh, you know, our guys have done a really good job. Uh, you know, there hadn't been a lot of hand clapping, uh, you know, balls bouncing off of us. You know, we've made plays when it's been presented to us. Uh, you know, we've recovered well. We forced it. We've knocked it out, you know, and uh, you know, we haven't, you haven't seen us drop, you know, interceptions when we've had it. You haven't seen us you know, the ball scored out from under us, and then that happens. Yeah, we've dropped some. and uh, But, you know, our, our guys, our defensive guys have made plays. They've done a really nice job. Every time I talk to Schaefer, he always tells me how many they did drop, you yep, know. But that's, yep. that's, that's what a good defensive coach does. Yep. Uh, the the, the kind of talk about the defense as a whole, as a group, because, you know, they, they, they really seem to have played – uh, exceptionally well as the season has gone along and and in, you know and we've talked about different facets of it but and I was talking to Mark Owens this morning about the difference between sacks and hurries and things like that while the sack numbers are good they are not like eye-popping but they're good and solid but you guys and those up front guys have made quarterbacks uncomfortable a whole lot of times that don't necessarily show up on stat sheets. Yeah, Chip, as as fast as quarterbacks get the ball out of their hand today, you know, it's hard to, you know, get a bunch of sacks. And, you know, that's the thing you talk about. And and Ferg is really, you know, I think he's got five or five and a half. You know, we've we've created, you know, sacks. but more so is if you can affect the quarterback, if you can make him uncomfortable, uh, make him aware that you're close, a lot of times that has uh, as much of an impact as getting a sack. So our guys have done a really nice job. And, you know, sacks are, you know, it's not just the front. It's, 
You know, it's guys on the back end covering long enough to give you time to get there. Interceptions are not just because of the DB. It's a lot of time it's, it's the linebacker, it's the defensive lineman that's, you know, hurried that quarterback into a, you know, a poor throw, a quicker decision than he'd like to make. So it all goes hand in hand, but, you know, our front has done a really nice job of creating havoc, you and know, around the quarterback. And with what they do, by doing that, you know, what does that mean for Greg Great, Reed Blankenship are playing on the back end? And, you know, does it, it probably gives them more opportunities in the corners as well, whoever happens to be there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, like I said, it goes hand in hand. And, uh, you know, Reed's not going to get an interception without any help from up front. Greg's not going to get an interception without any help from up front. So, uh, Reed or uh, Ferg's not going to get a sack. J.K. Marley, uh, Zaylin, they're not going to get a sack unless we cover well on the back end. So, it all go, it, it, it all works together. It does indeed, and uh, this week you get back to practice, getting ready for Southern Mississippi, and and uh, so so you practice on Sunday. Uh, how, what is that practice like? Uh, we're, we're in shorts, and uh, you know we'll come in on Sunday and we'll lift for forty minutes. We'll get a, a lift in, uh, then we'll meet. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably talk to them for. 15 or so minutes and then we'll split up and we'll watch all the kicking game together uh, and then we'll split up offensively and defensively you know so you probably have a hour and a half to you know an hour and 45 minutes of meeting you know there and then we'll go out and practice in shorts for an hour and uh, you know some of it is individual some of it is kicking game uh, some of it is introducing the new next opponent and then we'll get about 10 minutes of pass scale and, and pass rush. And that's primarily for the younger guys or, or guys that didn't play as many snaps, uh, you know, trying to get them, you know, coach them and, you know, get them ready in case they're needed because of an injury or, or you know, COVID, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and then we'll, We'll run a little bit, but not you know not a whole bunch. Mainly just to get the, you know the soreness, the lactic acid, all that stuff out of us. Get the trip out of them yep. a little bit. Now, if I remember right, when you when you came here, you went with a schedule where Sunday was an off day, yep. and then and then what? Maybe seven eight years ago, you went with, and I think you call it the NFL schedule, to where you come back and you practice and have that Sunday practice, and then use Monday. As, as an off day, how have you seen that uh, help your, your, your team, help your guys? And also, when you throw in the whole academic side of things, that makes a huge difference for you guys on Mondays. Yeah, I, I, think, um, I think we did a change it in 2012. I love it. I think the players love it. Uh, you know, having Monday off feels like a true day off. You know, where you you know you don't have you've got school and that's it Sunday having a day off you know it just does, it never felt like a well a, you, you a might have off. gotten in late you slept yeah. you maybe slept late and all of a sudden you got a short day ahead of you got to get treatment that kind yeah. of thing and all of a sudden that day's over yeah so it, I mean it it's good and you know the NFL like you said they do it uh, it gives the coaches you know they've got all. Sunday night, all day Monday, all day Monday night, 
you know, up until Tuesday at one o'clock to to prepare. So almost, you know, you know, almost 48 hours, not that long, but close to that much that they can really, you know, study your next opponent, uh, next opponent, and uh, get a game plan, you know, pretty much done. Yep, Raiders win 44-13, and again, it is homecoming week this week. We've got a special guest with us tonight. Jalen Lane will join me after this break. You're listening to Rick Stocks to Live from Learfield. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back to the Boulevard here in Murfreesboro. Rick Stock's still live tonight. You know, I would I would say that our, our next guest tonight is a future star for, for Middle Tennessee football, but he already is. It's uh, Jalen Lane, ladies and gentlemen. 
Give him a nice round of applause. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> now, Jalen is uh, – and this may be the best compliment I can give you is when I watch you play, I forget you're a freshman. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that, 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 that's, with the, that, that mean, that's meaning well. Uh, I appreciate that, definitely. You're from Clover, South Carolina. Now, tell me – tell folks where Clover is uh, in, 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 in South Carolina. Clover, it's uh, it's near Rock Hill. It's really near the top of South Carolina, so I go like 15 minutes, and I'm in uh, Charlotte, so it's pretty nice. Yep, you got a lot of. Yeah, that's why you had a lot of family at the game a few uh, a few yep. weeks ago over in yes, Charlotte. Sir. Now you've been given the opportunity not only to uh, work as a wide receiver, but also punt returns. Yes, now, sir. were you a returner? Tell me about your high school career. What posi- What all positions did you play? In high school, I played receiver, and I was a returner as well. So um, I, I was already used to catching punts, really. So that wasn't too much of a big turnaround. So how, how, how do you get used to that? Because, I mean, you see people at games where they have a promotion or something, somebody trying to catch a punt, and they never do. I feel like catching punts is all about confidence. Like if you, if you know, think you're going to catch it or then, if you don't think you're going to catch yeah, it, you surely are not. Definitely. That's exactly how I feel. So I don't go on the field thinking, right, what if I drop this? Just go thinking, am I going to fair catch it or return it, basically? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you, you've brought back a few. You've, got, you've had one for a touchdown this year and a, on, a, on a special teams touchdown, and that's always a big boost for, for any team when you can do that. Yes, sir. Talk a little bit about uh, playing receiver and in particular on this group of in this group of receivers because you've got some guys here that have been around a long time i mean with with jimmy and cj in particular those guys have been jaron pierce has now been here for a little while yes, sir. here you're a young guy coming in and said hey i can i can do this too and 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 you play in a position where chances are if you make a catch you're going to get hit because you're, you you like playing over the middle? Uh, yeah. I, honestly, uh, coming in with those guys, uh, I'm really blessed because they just paved the way for me. Like CJ, JP, Jimmy, all of them. They've been great leaders for me. They basically just welcomed me in. So it was great coming in with them. And, uh, you know, uh, playing in the spot I am, it's uh, I, I love it get a lot of targets, a lot of chances to make a play with and without the ball. So Now, the, the, with, with that group, you know, it seems like everybody in the receiver room pulls for each other. And with that in mind, you're able to, you know, here, here's a sixth-year guy in CJ pulling for a guy who's a freshman wanting you to – and, you know, the, the, the catches get, get spread out. Everybody's getting touches. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Coach uh, Brent Stocksville – he makes it a point of emphasis that we're the most unselfish receiver room in the country. And I really feel that, like, we're always cheering for each other no matter who's in. No matter, say we make a bad play, we're always picking each other up. So I feel like that's big time. And it can say a lot about your team as well, see if you got what type of leaders you have on your team. So, And the ones leading that charge are like the CJs and the Jimmys, and they're always picking us up and – keeping us going, so it was great with that. Well, and I think about C.J. in particular because he – well, he and Jimmy because they are the two oldest guys. How does that dynamic work with, uh, with Brent, who he used to throw passes to, uh, now coaching them up? And, uh, and they're going, dude, you're a quarterback. What do you know about receivers? And I guess he had to know about receivers. But t- talk about the job he's doing with your room. 
I I love uh, B Stock man, uh, and he's a great coach. He comes with the same energy every day, and I that's what you're gonna get from him. We're gonna get a consistent guy with great energy, and there's nothing but respect with uh, Jimmy and CJ and then the guys that he played with. So and so there's nothing like that. Hey, look at this. I mean, you know, when you, we, they must have known. They knew you were going to be on tonight because Reed Blankenship and Chase Cunningham showed up tonight Two just goats. to support you. Two exactly. goats, man. So, I mean, the thing is, you know, Chase ought to be buying your dinner because you're making him look good by making nah, catches. I need to buy his, his dinner. <laughs> and it'll get you more touches. The passes he make, he's That's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. That's right. But the, uh, the, the college experience and the college game, I mean, you've made that transition, and you come from a good area with good high school football, uh, and you've already played some, you know, really good opponents. And uh, what, what has been the big difference in making that transition? I feel like, like I said before, the confidence – like last year, I was kind of confident in myself. So, uh, like, I wasn't really confident in like, my ability to make a play after the catch. But this year, I just feel like I've grown a lot with that and just not thinking I'm about to get tackled right here and thinking I'm going to make a play right here. So. Well, you've made a lot of plays, and you're going to make a whole lot more plays. We appreciate it. What did you order for dinner? I know you've, you put your order in. Got the uh, tangy Asian wings. There you go. I love you. From – a good recommendation here. Folks, give him a nice round of applause. Jalen Lane, thank you for being here. Thank you. Homecoming this week, you know the one thing that makes alums happy when they come back for homecoming? What's that? Win. Oh, yes, sir. Let's That's go get plan. it. Yes, All sir. right, Jalen Lane joining us tonight. Thank you much. We'll take a timeout. Hear from John Cox of Southern Miss after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com Hi, we're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. 
Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner at Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a winner. That's what I said. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live tonight at the Boulevard. And as we mentioned, it is homecoming week for the Blue Raiders, and they will take on the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And I uh, want to welcome in John Cox, longtime friend, longtime voice of uh, Southern Miss. John celebrating his 44th season in the booth. And uh, John, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Yeah, most guys didn't start when they were eight years old like I was. So uh, <laughs> right. 40, 44 years, I've seen a lot of uh, great football over the years, a lot of great players, and uh, looking forward to uh, the battle between the Golden Eagles and uh, the Blue Raiders on Saturday. Well, you know, it's always fun to, you know, we, we always see the coaches shake hands, the two quarterbacks shake hands, and and uh, I'm, I'm real happy every time I get to see you. We get to shake hands and catch up. Uh, but let's talk about uh, talk about this matchup. Uh, Southern Southern Miss comes in. Uh, they have struggled early and have uh, you know the wins have not come like they wanted to. And and just trying to get things stabilized. Uh, do you feel like that that's getting closer for them this year? Yeah, I think Chip. I think they've gotten better. Of course, uh, as coach can probably. Uh, attest to anytime you lose your first two quarterbacks uh, in the way the Golden Eagles did with Trey Lowe and uh, Ty Keyes and uh, you go out to Rice and you're playing a guy who started the week on the scout team all of a sudden four plays into the ball game he's your starting quarterback and so uh, tough when you don't have a veteran there at that uh, spot but yeah I see a lot of uh, positive things for from Will Hall's ball club I think they are getting better. I think they're getting a little bit closer to being where they want to be. There's a lot of talent on the ball club, uh, some new guys, uh, some guys that were there last year with Coach Hobson. So, uh, yeah, to answer your question, I think uh, even though the, the numbers might not say it, I think this is a Golden Eagle team that's getting a little bit better each time they go out on the field. And that's what and that's what you want. Uh, you know, last year had to be a real challenge because you went through the season and basically had three different head coaches throughout the year. And, and now with, with Coach Hall coming in, that in itself has had uh, probably had a, a big stabilizing factor. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's brought a lot of uh, positive energy in Hattiesburg and uh, South Mississippi, and, uh, and uh, crowds have been really, really good. We've had better crowds this year than uh, we had at any time uh, last year, and I credit Will with that. Will, Will is a guy that gets out and uh, really promotes his program. You know, he goes out and around the state when he can and, and talks Golden Eagle football, and he's really got the, the fan base, I think, energized because 
even with some of those tough losses recently, the crowds have gotten bigger. So they're hearing what he's got to say. Uh, they're believing what he's trying to do with this Golden Eagle football program. So a uh, lot of positive energy with, with uh, Coach Will Hall right now. Talk about Jake Lang. He is, he is uh, as you mentioned, trying to go through – uh, with the, the the quarterback injuries you've had, Jake Lang now has been in there for a couple of weeks, and he's a freshman from Jackson. Uh, what what has he done? What has he done well? Well, he's gotten better. You know, he 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 was not expected to play that night at Rice, and as I said, four plays into the ball game, uh, all of a sudden he's the quarterback uh, for the Golden Eagles, and he he actually gave the Eagles a chance to win that particular night out at Rice. So he's only made I guess three career starts now. Uh, but he's played better and better each time he gets out there. He's a very uh, talented player, although, like I said, uh, four weeks ago, he was a scout team quarterback. Now he's the starting quarterback, but uh, very smart guy, very uh, energetic guy, guy that really uh, brings a lot of energy to that Golden Eagle offense and the entire football team. So I've seen him get better and better each and every time he's gone out there, and uh, hopefully maybe during this open date he's continued to get better and so I'm anxious to see what he can do on Saturday afternoon up there in Murfreesboro. Well, I mean, when you look uh, at the running back position, anybody that's a football fan will recognize the name of your starting tailback, Frank Gore Jr. from Miami. He is a freshman, 5'8", 195. Uh, how much like his dad is he? Well, I don't think he's quite as big as his dad, but uh, he's got the football smarts of his dad. He's usually the last guy off the football field after practice he's really kind of a perfectionist a guy that really works at his game and works on the little things to make him a better great leader on the football team and a guy who uh you know finds a way to catch the ball coming out of the backfield he can run up the middle he can take it outside so multi-talented guy but uh, what stands out to me is the fact that he's, he's quite a leader for a young guy he's one of the leaders of the football team He's a guy who, even though he may be quiet at times when he needs to speak up and, you know, talk to his teammates, he'll do that. So uh, he's getting better and better. And if they can uh, open up some holes for him this weekend, I think he's got a chance to have a really good game for the Golden Eagles on Saturday. Coach Stockstill was very complimentary of the defense for Southern Miss. Uh, what you, you've seen a lot of good defense. You've seen a lot of great defenses down there. Uh, this one is, is coming along. What do you What do you like? that you see out of this group? I like everything I see in the defense. It's got the feel for one of those uh, old, old-time old Southern Miss defenses, and it, it kind of starts with a linebacker, four really good uh, linebackers in there, and Hayes Maples, who's played a lot of football, Swayze Bozeman, who uh, has been out but finally got back in a couple of games ago. He's a, he's a guy that's been around two or three years. Then you've got Santrell Latham, who's a guy that's gotten better and better and then a, a guy by the name of T.Q. Newsom, who's getting a chance to, to play some. And Avery Hobbes is a guy that plays, plays both outside linebacker and inside linebacker. So I think that's one of the strengths of the team, those linebackers. That's always kind of uh, been sort of the story at Southern Miss. Always have had a lot of really good linebackers. But a lot of experience on the defense. They played really, really well, gotten, I think, better and better each time they've gone out there. So uh, hopefully they uh, – we're able to kind of, uh, you know, kind of heal up a little bit, kind of get the juices going a little bit uh, with the open date, and they'll be ready to go on Saturday. What do you, what do you feel like the biggest concern are, concerns are uh, facing middle? 
Uh, you know, I think I think well, one of the strengths, obviously, the Golden Eagles is the defense. And so, uh, you know, the defense, as I said, continues to play very, very well. I think the Eagles have, uh, in addition to Gore at running back, Dejan Richard is a, a Juco guy who's uh, backing up Gore right now. Although the Eagles have lost a couple of guys by injury at the running back spot. But I really like the, the wide receivers. They've got uh, a couple of new guys in there at wide receiver. They get better and better each game. They've got a veteran in there like Jason Brownlee. They've got a veteran tight end in Grayson Gunner, who began his career at Arkansas before coming to Southern Miss. So I, I think that's uh, one of the keys is the, uh, the wide receivers. They've been able to make some good plays, some big plays for the Golden Eagle offense. And then, of course, you get back to the Jake Lang at quarterback. Lang's got a take care of the football back there for the Golden Eagles and, uh, you know, keep the mistakes to a minimum. If he can do that, Golden Eagles can kind of stay in the ball game. But uh, I think right now that's kind of the key, how effective the Eagles can be on offense and, you know, how much they can move the chains and, uh, you know, keep the football and, you know, kind of run that clock down a little bit. Well, John, I appreciate uh, you taking time tonight for uh, for joining us here and uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday and uh, wish you all the best of luck and safe travels up here. Thank you, Chip. I always look forward to it. We haven't been up there very often, but I, all I remember, it's always been a great atmosphere up there at Floyd Stadium and Murfreesboro when the Golden Eagles have been there. It's that way in every sport whenever we come up there. So looking forward to a good battle on Saturday between the Golden Eagles and the Middle Tennessee. All right, thank you much. John Cox, the longtime broadcaster at Southern Mississippi. We'll take a timeout. More with Coach Rick Stockstill after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's red. With heated seats. Serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses. You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, and you can apply online at ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. And the Powerball number is six. I can't believe it. Did we win? Nope. But I can enter this ticket in Powerball's first Millionaire of the Year promotion for the chance to win a New Year's Eve party package and a million dollars. Okay, so did you do the laundry? No, but there's a chance I might tomorrow. Yeah. Make 2022 a year to remember. Visit TNVIPRewards.com and enter your Powerball tickets by October 25th for a chance to be the Powerball first millionaire of the year. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live. We're at the Boulevard. Tonight's show brought to you in part by Bud Light. Bud Light proudly welcomes back Middle Tennessee fans to Floyd Stadium this weekend. And this year, Bud Light says it's for the fans. Well, Coach, this is a segment where we kind of kind of go a little bit all over the place. Um, one thing I wanted to just get a quick comment about there's been a lot of conversation about conference realignment things like that uh how do you do you talk to your players about that much or or how does that how do you how do you deal with that yeah i try um to you know communicate about everything and let them know as much as i know and uh about anything and everything so um i just don't have anything really definitive to tell them you know um you know, they've asked me questions, and I've tried to answer the best I could. But, you know, hopefully we'll know something here in the next handful of days, next week or so. Yep, and and basically the what we mentioned on the broadcast Friday night was that, you know, we know there are certain facts, but outside of that, there's a whole lot of just speculation, things like that. But that's where that stands right now. All right, a uh, couple of things uh, since we played on Friday night. Had to uh, got a chance to watch uh, a lot of other games on Saturday, and one of the hot topics that came out of the weekend were the new overtime rules this year. Watching the Penn State Illinois game, and uh, this year it changed to where on the third overtime it goes to just two point plays from then on out. And Penn State and and, and uh, Illinois played nine overtimes, and uh, before Illinois finally. One by the, to me the most amazing part of the whole thing was you play nine overtimes and the final score is twenty to eighteen. What what do you what do you think about? Uh, I mean we haven't had to do that yet, but how do, how do you think that change has worked out? I watched it and uh, you know I think the re well I know the reason why we changed the rule was because of player safety and. Uh, so watching that, I think it obvious. It was obvious that it worked, and um, so you know they went nine plays extra. Each team went nine plays, and uh, you know, in the, once it went to that period of time. So I don't know what they were the first two overtimes, but uh, you know, so it didn't put a lot of wear and tear on their bodies it protected them uh, 
You know, it's I think I think it was pretty cool, you know, <laughs> going you know, how Penn State wanted to go down to their end of the field their where end. their students were. Brett Bielema's was going, nope. The, the other way. So I, I, I thought it had a little drama to it, a little uh, excitement. You know, there was an edge. Um, you know, I, I liked it. I thought it, you know, it did what the rules committee, you know, set out to do, and that was to protect the players. Yep, and when you think about it, you mentioned <clears throat> that in, in those plays – uh, so you had seven, you had seven two-point plays per team after the first two overtimes. Now, on a normal overtime, like in the first or second, you could easily have seven plays within that one overtime period. Right. <clears throat> so know, uh, that's re- a change. Yeah, you, really, theoretically, you could have you know more than that. I mean, if you get oh, oh yeah, you could have twelve. You could have twelve. You know, so uh, you go back to that Texas A and M. Uh, Arkansas game, I think it was a few years ago, or that went seven overtimes, and you know that amount of plays. Uh, you know, just the the stress, the strain of watching it. You know that this play is going to determine the outcome, and you know, so I, I I thought it was, you know, I thought it, you know, did what it was. Hopefully, that you know, to protecting the players and everything, and. You know, I I liked it. I liked watching it. Well, and 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 I like the the college overtime situation way better than the NFL. Both teams get their opportunities, and and go from there. As a coach, and as uh, how many how many two point plays do you all carry, or 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 could you move into that? But does this type of situation say you know we might need to have a couple of more in there? Yeah, I don't think anybody plans going in, you know, having 10 two-point plays. Uh, you know, but we, we do carry, you know, a couple more than what you normally do. You know, but at, at that point, you know, probably after the third or fourth one, they were, you know, into just regular game plan, calling, you know, their regular offense because uh, you're not going to carry. You don't have time to practice 10 different you know, two-point plays, that that's the only time you're going to run them in a game. You go back and figure out what's worked for yeah, you that yeah. day. And, you know, and it was kind of interesting, I thought, of the approach because here are these two teams that have ran all day, and then they get into that situation and they start throwing. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's hard. Well, the shorter the yardage, you know, the harder it is to run. And, uh, you know, you're down there, you're on the three-yard line, and, you know, they don't have to defend as much field, so they're not as worried about the pass. Um, you know, and you got everybody lined up there in the in the uh, a three yard, a thirteen yard area, eleven guys in a thirteen yard area compared to eleven guys yes. in a seventy yard area. You know, which it makes it more difficult to to run the ball. Yep. Uh, Don uh, passed in a question, said he saw some terrible pass interference calls over the weekend watching games. He goes, and his question is, is that reviewable or can you challenge uh, interference or lack of type calls? No, you can't challenge uh, whether it was pass interference or not. And then if they do call it, you can't uh, challenge, you know, their call. What would be something that you would like to be able to challenge 
but they don't allow you to now. And, and you can't, it's hard, you can't challenge judgments a lot of times. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's, you know, because they've done a really good job of, with the targeting, you know, if you'd asked me that last year, you know, I, I, I think there's times that we call targeting when it's not, and we had to live with it. But now, you know, how they're reviewing it every time and coming up with it, you know, so you don't have to, to worry about that anymore. So, uh, you know, nothing right, you know, off the top of my head that sticks out that I wish you could review that you can't. Yeah, they had a situation in an Ivy League game where uh, Harvard and Princeton were playing where I think Princeton on, in, in overtime – uh, scored on a two-point play. The Harvard coach, or vice versa, whichever one it was, had had attempted to call a timeout, and he talked the officials into reviewing that, and they took the points off the board and gave him the timeout. Wow. So that was that was, and the Ivy League came out with a statement that that shouldn't have happened. All right, this week it is homecoming. Southern Miss coming to town. Uh, we heard John Cox talk about that group a little bit, and you addressed in particular. Their defense uh, this morning uh, at, at your press conference, kind of uh, expand a little bit and tell these folks uh, what you've seen on film and, and, and what impresses you about that group. Well, I think their front seven, their defensive line and linebackers are the strength of their defense. They're very athletic. They can run. Uh, they've got, you know, good size. they got a 330-pound inside guy and, a you know, a 300-pound inside guy, you know, but uh, – the 330 can really move. He, he's very athletic and can go. They're going to. Um, they've got good speed off the edges they've got, uh, to create pressure. Their linebackers, you know, like he said, are uh, experienced. They've played a bunch of ball. Uh, they're physical. They're tough. Uh, hard-nosed guys, you know. So I think that's the strength of their defense is is the front seven, and they create a lot of pressure. They're going to. They're going to twist. They're going to stunt. They're going to stem. They're going to blitz. They're coming off the edge uh, and give you a lot of different looks. So we got to be able to handle that up front. Now, offensively, uh, they are coming off a bye week, and the previous week did not score against UAB. But their quarterback, is, as he talked about, Jake Lang, uh, in the Rice game, four plays into the game, Lang uh, got had the guy ahead of him get injured and all of a sudden he was in the game and he played the Rice game and then the entire uh, UAB game and also uh, I guess played UTEP in there as well. He's a young guy that's coming along and uh, and have you seen him get better? Yeah, he didn't play against UAB. Oh, he did not? Okay. No, sir. And, uh, you know, so, but every all the reports of what they're saying now is he'll, like he said, he'll, you know, he'll play this week. So, he's a tough kid. He's you know, is a competitive kid. Uh, he's got a good arm, throws the ball good, you know, can buy a little bit of time, a little bit like Chase. You know, he's not going to dazzle you with, you know, his wiggle. He's not, you know, going to outrun you, but he can extend the play and, and make, some thing, make some things happen with his feet. Uh, he's, he's about a 59% passer right now. He's thrown three touchdowns and has four interceptions. And Frank Gore, who I talked to with John about, the Frank Gore Jr., he has rushed for 443 yards and right over four yards a carry. Yeah, he can roll now. He, he, he's got, you know, great speed. He had, you know, some really long runs last year, you know, as a freshman and, you know, had an impact down there. So 
he catches the ball well out of the backfield. They'll use him in the passing game. You know, so we've got to be cognizant of that. And uh, But he's a really good player. they got good skill, guys. And, and like that guy said, their receivers can run. they got good size. Um, you know, again, it's a, it's a good football team. Don't look at a record and think that this is going to happen because, uh, you know, they're a lot more – they're very talented. All right, we'll take a quick timeout, wrap it up after this. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Welcome back in. Final segment tonight from the Boulevard. Chip Walters along with the head coach and your guys this week with Southern Miss coming in. They had obviously a good preparation week last week, and now you're in the home stretch, and everything now is conference games. Yeah, Chip, uh, like I said, we had good work yesterday. Today's our day off, and we'll be excited to get this thing cranked up tomorrow and get ready to go and play a good Southern Miss team and Hopefully we'll continue to improve like we have. All right, let's go get them. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right, homecoming weekend, big day on Saturday, parade at 10 o'clock, football game 2.30, tailgating all day, so come out and enjoy it all. For the coach, Chip Walter saying thanks for being with us, and good night for the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Thanks for listening to Rich Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Good neighbor weather. Cloudy skies tonight with a low of 46 degrees and northwest winds.